What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matt Primo, and just to give you a little background on the channel, every week we normally drop about two reviews a week. Me personally, I do my own series. I've done horror in review. I've done 90s action movies in review. And now I am doing Terminator in review. Christian, who is my co-host on the Two Game Podcast, you can go check that out. That is for nerds, comic books, and gaming, obviously. We have done Batman in review, and coming up shortly, we will be doing Die Hard in review. So, check all that out if you have the time, and if anything strikes your fancy. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Eric Hernandez, Carmen Edmonds, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all each and every month. Without y'all, we could not do this. And just one more thing to get out the way for housekeeping. Next month in the month of January, I will be reviewing all of the Underworld movies. I am ready to go with that. And like I've mentioned on previous episodes of this channel, I couldn't tell you anything really about any of those movies. I've seen a majority of them. I don't think I've seen the last two. So I've only, I think I've only seen like three out of the five series. And I don't remember anything about the series. So this will be kind of a fresh take on it, fresh reviews. So that'll be interesting because I've seen all these Terminator movies. It's just I've never seen them back to back before. And then coming up shortly, hopefully in the next couple of days after you've, you're listening to this, we will have a review of Freaky that just came out recently and a review of Wonder Woman 84. Hopefully I'm waiting to a little bit closer to the time of the review so I can have it a little bit more fresh on my mind, but I am I'm excited to, to watch that. I've heard really good things about it and I know I've had a few people that are like, Hey, let me know when you drop that review because I, I really want to want to listen to it. Let me know how you think of it. But I'm waiting for Christian to come along so we can have that discussion. But that's enough housekeeping for today. You are here for the final review of a Terminator series. We are closing out the month with the final review. Uh, this will be number six. So it's it's been a it's been a long month. I feel like I did watch uh, I think about three of these in one day. And then it took me about two weeks to actually get the reviews recorded and then uh, uploaded. So my my space, my 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 knowledge of these movies have kind of dwindled over the course of the last couple of weeks. As I'm gonna be honest, I have a terrible memory. But this is Terminator Dark Fate. This is number six in the series, the last one. And if you're new here, we're gonna talk about the plot. And then we're going through some fun facts, director, release date, budget gross, and then talk about my impressions of the movie. I'll give you buy, sell, rent, or skip, my star rating, and then at the very end, I will drop my definitive rankings of the Terminator series. It's official. No one can argue with me. And like I said, it's official and definitive. So be on the lookout for that at the end of this episode. But let's jump into this review. We've already wasted enough time. Terminator Dark Fate. I remember when this movie came out and I was I was skeptical. I saw some new things that they were trying to do and 
Terminator Genesis at the time was it wasn't that great. And I'm a little lukewarm on it on Genesis. And I I liked it, but not enough to watch it out of order of the series. And I'll probably never watch it on its own. Terminator Dark Fate kind of gave me some goodwill towards this this series. And before I get too much into my impressions of the movie, let's talk about the plot. An augmented human and Sarah Connor must stop an advanced liquid Terminator from killing a young girl whose fate is critical to the human race. So, you tell me. Does that sound like any of the other Terminator movies? It's a rhetorical question because, yes, it does. That sounds like a little bit of two and a lot of one in it to me. So, basically, no, I'm, I, I try to do these no spoilers, but there probably will be spoilers throughout the rest of this episode. So, if you have not seen Terminator Dark Fate and you're following along, Please go watch it and then come back to this review. Spoilers ahead, just in case. This sounds, this movie is a lot of one with a little bit of two in it. And two because of the action and then obviously the liquid metal Terminator. And then a lot of one because it's basically Terminator comes back in time to kill the girl. And yeah, it's just, it's a lot of one. A lot of one. This movie was directed by Tim Miller. His biggest movie that he did was Deadpool, the, the first one, which was fantastic, by the way. It was released November 1st, 2019, so a little bit over a year ago. It had a budget of $185 million. It grossed worldwide $261.1 million. I would be surprised if they made their money back, to be honest with you, after marketing and advertising, I doubt they made their money back. This was Linda Hamilton's first movie where she got top billing, and it was Arnold Schwarzenegger's first Terminator movie where he was billed second. James Cameron considers this a direct sequel to Terminator 2. Another fun fact is in previous films, dogs would bark at the Terminators, but Carl, who is the name of the Terminator, he's able to pet one, and it sits quietly. This is a subtle detail that he has, in fact, become more human. Tim Miller wanted a reversal of the Terminator 2 plot where humanity actually loses and the future sends back someone to kill Skynet and Legion before it starts. And Skynet sends the Terminator back to prevent it. And James Cameron objected to that. I would have preferred that. You know, just to... That ends the fun facts. We'll jump into our impressions. You know, with Salvation, it was going to start a future war trilogy and it was not supposed to have as much John Connor and they were just supposed to focus on Marcus Wright. And then in this movie, they had the idea of swapping the roles. I just think, I think these studios play it so safe because these movies have struggled so much over the last several years, especially since Terminator three, as much as I do not like that movie, I mean, it did fairly well at the box office, I think, comparing. It didn't do Terminator 2 success, but it was it was still pretty good. So over the course of the last several years, last couple of decades, Terminator really hasn't done very well at the box office. It's basically the fans of a series, they go see it, and it's not really gaining any fans by 
by these movies. So I wish they would just swing for the fences. Give me something new. Give me something different. And they did tweak it a little bit in this movie, but this is just the first two over again. And we've already seen the first two. If I want to see, the, if I want to watch the first two, I will go watch the first two. They're perfect. I don't want. I don't want to change anything about them. Terminator One, it's fantastic, and I can watch it on its own. Terminator Two, amazing. I can go watch it on its own. This, this movie is not that, and you need to do something different. Bring something new to the table, and that's what all these movies have done. And Salvation is the only one to have tried something different. But the studio interfered and had to get Christian Bell into it. And they jacked it all up. And they messed, they messed with the thing that was the best part of that entire movie. Which was Marcus Wright, Sam Worthington. So overall, I do, I do enjoy this movie. It's something that I probably could watch. And I probably would watch outside of watching this series. And if I'm just I'm bored and there's something I want to watch. And... Just mindless action. Not mindless action. There's some pretty good action scenes in this, actually. If I just want to watch a, a like a comfort food movie, and I, honestly, I wouldn't even call it comfort food. It, it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. And there's a lot of things that I would change about it because they play it too safe. But I think it's just, it's 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 a good movie. It's It's above average, a little bit above average. Mainly because they don't strike, they don't swing for the fences on this. But I would watch this out of order. I, I would go on a random day and pop this in, and watch it. So we'll start with some of my issues. Mainly the biggest issue is they play it so safe, and they basically just tweak the first two movies a little bit. So in the first movie, Sarah Connor is obviously the mother of John Connor, and Skynet sends a Terminator back. To kill her to prevent John Connor ever becoming the leader of the resistance. In this movie, they send the Terminator back to kill a girl who is going to be the leader of the resistance. And that's because, spoiler alert, they killed John Connor within the first, I don't know, maybe four or five minutes of the movie. And yes, I think you have you have explored John Connor enough in these first five Terminator movies. And you've done a shitty job at it. Yeah, you've, you've done a shitty job. And just explore a new direction. Make something up. Make something new and fresh. And you brought in this new leader of the resistance. And they brought in a, a girl to lead the resistance. And that's fine and dandy. And they're kind of... They're making it to where she's kind of like Sarah Connor used to be in the first movie. In this movie. And then she becomes, you know, Sarah Connor basically. It's basically a handing of the torch from Sarah Connor to her. And I'm perfectly okay with that. The girl that plays uh, the Terminator, the augmented human, she was really good in the show Halt and Catch Fire. I believe it's on Netflix. You should go check that out. It's a really good series. And she did a pretty good job as a Terminator. Some of it is dialogue issues. It just comes off as kind of silly and dumb but for the most part I did enjoy her performance and I did enjoy that new twist as far as bringing in a female Terminator versus the normal Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back and trying to kill the Terminator so it changed up a little bit 
And I do like the fact, well, I don't know if I like it. I'm okay with it. Because they kill John Connor and they're basing this off a sequel to Terminator 2. Obviously, Skynet died. So if you're going that route and you're making this a sequel to Terminator 2, then I understand why they went with a brand new defense system called Legion that would rise up and kill the human race. That That's fine. It's it's something different. It kind of changes the, the lore, the world building a little bit, and it actually follows a previous movie. So I actually do dig that, and I give them credit for for changing that because I'm sure a lot of people, you know, a staple of the Terminator series is Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Connors, Skynet sends Terminator back, and the the Resistance sends one back to prevent uh, one of them being killed. So, yeah, that's the that's the staple of the series, and the fact that they changed it and tweaked it just a little bit is is refreshing, and I'm okay with that. I just wish they would have done more as far as world building, as far as swinging more for the fences. But overall, I do enjoy this movie, and the dialogue is silly at times. The action is pretty good. The CGI is not, I have to say. The CGI is pretty shitty, especially in the beginning of the movie. My thing is, if you're going to do action scenes, you need to do action scenes. Don't make them CGI. It just, it looks very terrible. Make it more realistic. So, because that just takes you out of the movie when it's just terrible CGI. And really, that's nitpicking it, but it really is an issue with the movie that the CGI is a little bit shoddy in the beginning and maybe a little bit towards the end. Uh, I, I specifically remember the beginning. I just wish they would have, they could have done the action scenes a little bit different but I, I think they were just trying to go for that this augmented human is super fast and strong. And I understand that. And you can do that in different ways to make it seem like the CGI is not holding you back in that instance. One issue I have with dialogue. So over the course of the series, you have these staples. You have, I'll be back. She'll be back. You know, the variations of that line. You have, come with me if you want to live. You have uh, the only fate that is what we make of ourselves. Those are staple. That's like uh, in Star Wars, one somebody saying, "I have a bad feeling about this." We kind of expect it, and that's kind of what we want. We want you to know that you care enough in these movies to honor some of the previous movies, and that's not necessarily saying I want you to go back and forth and tell me the same plot over and over and over again. But you can insert these lines in there. And does it have to be all of them? No. Like, I'll be back. You can change it up and say, yeah, she'll be back. That's fine. If you want to tweak it a little bit, that's fine. But I feel like you have to have these variations, at least these quote-unquote major sayings in these classic sayings in these Terminator movies. So it brings me to my point of the augmented human says, Grace, by the way, that's her name. She says, come with me or you will die in 30 seconds. That That's that's dumb. Why would you change that? Come with me if you want to live. It's perfect. 
You don't need to you don't need to change that. If I would prefer have preferred you not to have put that in the movie at all over changing it. And like I said, that's just a huge nitpick. It just sounds dumb in the moment. Come with me or you're gonna die in thirty seconds. Uh okay. Like I said, huge a uh, little nitpick and a little nitpicky right there for me. But if you're gonna if you're gonna put it in there, put it in there the right way and don't change it and make it sound stupid. That's just that's just me though. As far as other performances in the movie, Sarah Connor, I think you have to give the MVP to her on this one. She Linda Hamilton did a fantastic job in this movie. She is a savage. Absolute savage. And I really dug her character in this. They did some really good things with her. And it's a nice evolution of her character from one two to this one. I think if they've gotten anything right over these movies, they've gotten Sarah Connor right. And that's great. They're about the she's about the only character that they've gotten right throughout the series. As far as Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean he's he's good. Uh, he wasn't amazing by any means, but he was good. They actually give him a little bit more to work with because they make him more human. So his performance comes out a little bit better in this movie. And speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently this is going to be his last movie from what I understand. And I think if you're going to evolve the series, if you want to push the series in a different direction, I think that's the correct thing to do. It's kind of falling in the same trap as Star Wars is. And by the way, just a little plug in, by the way, go to the two game podcast on all your favorite uh, streaming sites. And look for our Star Wars Definitive Rankings episode. And we talk about Star Wars for about two hours. It's me, Christian, and Nick Ziegler. We all discuss our rankings. We rank them from 11 to 1. And I'm going to tell you Han Solo, the Solo movie, is number 11. So just go ahead and get that out of the way. But go check that out. We talk about it in depth. And it's one. Of, it's been one of my favorite episodes. And it's been one of the show's best episodes, fans, favorite episodes. Anyways, back to this. I think if you're going to evolve the series, you need to change things up and not focus on one character so much like Star Wars has done. Everything's about Luke Skywalker. Everything is basically the same movie is being told in different variations, and that's exactly what Terminator's doing. You're doing the same movie. You're changing the plot a little bit, but you're having the same characters. It's almost like a anthology series no push the series forward Arnold Schwarzenegger it's time to go I've with you've had your due I don't know if you can give any more to the role other than your name so for the next movie I would prefer just go a different route and just change it up give me swing for the fences give me something brand new but even with all those criticisms that I have I still think it's a it's a well-made movie. It's it's good as far as how it looks and presents other than CGI in some scenes. But for the most part, it just it fails at exploring new things and that's why you that's why I don't give it as high of a grade as like Terminator 2 and Terminator 1. For a buy, sell, rent or skip, I say either get it on sale or rent it. I uh, this is not a $20 movie. This is not a $15 movie. I think I bought it for $8, and I think that's a good price for this movie, to be honest with you. It's been out for over a year, and that's usually where this movie kind of lands. $10, ah, 
I don't know, $10 would be stretching it. $10 would be the max I would spend on this movie. But yeah, get it on sale or rent it. I think it's definitely worth a watch if you're watching this entire series. If you're a fan of the Terminator series, I think you're going to enjoy this one, especially over some of the previous ones. I gave it a 3 out of 5 on the, the rating. And like I said, 2.5 is an average movie. 3 is good. 4 is amazing. Or 4 is great. 5 is amazing, phenomenal. And now, what y'all all been waiting for. This is going to close out my Terminator in review series. This is the definitive rankings for all the Terminator movies. We're going from 6 to 1. At number 6, and it's probably no surprise because it's been the movie that I was basically the harshest on and I talked a lot of crap about. Rise of the Machines, Terminator 3 at number 6. And it's the only Terminator movie I just really do not like anymore. I loved it when it first came out as a kid because I was, what, 12 when it came out, I think. And I really enjoyed it. I remember seeing it in theaters, but it just... It's just not very good. They tried to rehash. They tried doing the same beat for beat as Terminator 2. And let's face it, Terminator 2 is one of the greatest movies of all time. And it just did not live up to it. Number five is Terminator Genesis. And like I said, six is really the only one that I will never, I will be okay with never watching again. Genesis, I'm okay with watching it again, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. If I'm watching the series again, then definitely going to check it out again. It's got some it's got some decent things in it. It's got some good character developments, but that's I mean that's about it. I don't I don't really care for the plot of bringing John Connor to make him bad. They kind of fumbled that a little bit. And then they're making Skynet some some app. I mean, it just like they tried to be really edgy in the movie and it didn't really work. Now, granted, I do like the nanotech that the Terminator is. That was pretty sweet. I don't know if I mentioned that in my review, but they're doing pretty cool things with some of the Terminators. I will give them that. Especially in Dark Fate, how he can separate from the the machine body and he's liquid metal. Bro, that's pretty cool. And the special effects on that Terminator are really awesome. Uh, number four is Terminator Salvation. And 4 and 3 are going to be... But at number 4, I have Terminator Salvation. Now, from 4 to 1, I can watch on their own. That's how these rankings are. From 4 to 1, I can watch on its own, and I will enjoy them. I can pop them in on a random day, and I will I will enjoy my time watching them. Number 4 is Salvation, and really the only thing that holds that back from taking the number 3 spot is the fact that he spent way too much time with John Connor. Give me more Marcus Wright. That was the best part of that entire movie, and I thoroughly enjoyed it and was wanting more of him. Honestly, you should have brought him back for another movie or not be dumb and continued that future war trilogy, which would have been fantastic. It would have given us something different versus these last two movies were just variations of of Terminator 2. At number three, I have Dark Fate. And like I said, despite all the criticisms that I have with the movie, that they didn't swing too much for the fences, they tweaked a little bit here and there. The action was good, and I think I think it's a solid movie. I think I think it's definitely worth watching. It's definitely the best one out of the last handful of years. 
and they they do go in some in some new and interesting directions with the with the with the movie and I hope they keep exploring that but I want them to go further Arnold Schwarzenegger needs to hang it up bring back Sarah Connor make it like a like a buddy cop movie where she's I don't, I don't know I'm spit, I'm spitballing here make it like a buddy cop movie where she's protecting the new girl versus sending someone back and then a Terminator comes back or, or something along those lines, you know? Change it up a little bit. Number uh, number two, number one, I don't think this comes as any surprise. Number two is The Terminator, the OG one, the horror movie that started it all, basically. It's such a good movie. I can watch it on its own, pop it in in October for horror series, or I can just watch it on a random day, you know? It's such a good movie. And it was a trendsetter. It was something that really we had never gotten before. So it was a fresh, it was a breath of fresh air. And then number one is obvious, the greatest 90s action movie of all time. One of the best sci-fi movies of all time. One of the best movies of all time. T2 Judgment Day. The one that gave us the best character development. Gave us the best music and sound design. The best plot, everything, was perfect in this movie. And it's something you can watch any day of the week, at any time, and still enjoy the movie. So those are my rankings. Let me know where I failed at. Let me know where I succeeded. Do you? Would you rather watch Genesis over Rise of the Machines? Because I think you could probably interchange those a little bit. It's borderline for me not liking Genesis. Borderline. But let me know what y'all think. Drop a comment on Facebook, and I will catch y'all next time on another episode.